¿Qué ondas, primos y primas, and welcome to My Primos Podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight is my sister, your prima, Karen. Say what's up, Karen. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, How's it going? Hey, hey, good. We have Karen on the show tonight. Uh, we're going to have a, a show filled with a new segment, uh, just new stories, just a lot of us uh, kind of... Uh, uh, just talking, having a good time. And remember, guys, you guys can join the conversation here week to week on all social media at My Primos Podcast. Also, My Primos Podcast at gmail.com. Send us messages, kind of any topics you guys want to talk about. Any, I mean, Walter used to like hate mail, but I like the nice stuff too. But, anyways, uh, here we are. Hate mail, really? Yeah, he was all about it. He's like, hate mail is mail i mean someone's listening that when someone's down and again if, it's, if you didn't hear last week's show walter took his as a uh, what do we call it because we have you know, baby baby bonding baby bonding time because primo's podcast we definitely support the bonding between families and support. children take time you know do all that i mean employee reviews are around the corner so we'll see how we gauge we'll gauge walter on that uh but We'll see how he does that. We'll see how he does there. I'm going to have to ask his partner how he did at home because, everybody, we have the joy to announce uh, we have a new primita. It's primita, because I won that primita. one. A little primita was born. Uh, she was born this past, uh, what is it, today? We're recording this on the 30th. And so that was Tuesday. What was Tuesday, Karen? The 20, like, Seventh. Oh, no, we have say? computers and shit in front of me. Twenty yeah. seventh. All right. So on the twenty seventh of August of two thousand and nineteen, we get to welcome Itzel Setlali Espinosa. So welcome to the world, Ooh. Itzel Setlali Espinosa. So Espinosa. definitely excited. And you asked me earlier, that's, like that's nice. She took his name. I thought we were gonna hyphen or something. I don't know. I, I guess we never know. This is Walter. So, right. you know, at the All end right. of the day, you know, we know who really is in charge. So right. You know, right now, Walter's <laughs> saying it's Espinosa, but hey, you never know. It can change. Since, you know, since Walter's not here, this, maybe I should do something he always does. All right. What are you yeah. going to do? Oh, nice. There you go. Oh, I got to hate all of you. You guys are killing my show. God, with this ASMR <laughs> stuff. Anyways, for those of you that enjoy it, there it is. Uh, I'm drinking as well, but I'm not going to disgust you with my my sounds. <laughs> All right. But anyways, <laughs> oh, damn, see, I don't drink <laughs> as much. <Woo. laughs> Even though, let me, t let me tell you about that. I got I did get some DMs and people telling me that they enjoyed Drunk Freddy a little more than Sober Freddy. <laughs> so I figure okay. I'll give you like a buzzed Freddy. I'm not going to go hard like I did that day. Just a couple, of, just one drink. I should be fine. That day was a special occasion. That's it why. was. I don't. I don't drink a lot. I really don't. I'm a lightweight. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, but hey. Anyways, Walter, congratulations. I'm sure we'll hear him on the show here. And yeah, congrats, congrats. Uh, but that was Walter's uh, farewell show for now. But he'll be chiming in, primos. He'll be back, and we have Karen kind of sitting in with us. Chavela will join us periodically. It's like a 
a rotating seat between uh, all three of us <laughs> so, here. Yeah, which, between and, all three of us. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, we'll be here. I'll be driving. There. We also have some interviews coming up, Karen. Too. We have some uh, interviews Quite with some comic cool. book creators. We talked about Oscar and Rolando from Five Meets. Uh, I got him recently. We uh, messaged back and forth. We're working on something with him. I want to just interview some people as well and go from there. You now we have a, a lot of fun, a lot of things coming up. I'm excited about. So, primos, buckle up. And as usual, Karen. What has your week been like? It's been a week since last show. What can you tell me? ¿Qué contas? It, it has been a week. So, pretty much the same old, same old, you know. Just working, working. Uh, back to types of topic uh, from last time. Um, what happened? Oh, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you yeah. have to report the dude? Like, what happened? So, so, check this out. I didn't report him. Okay. But I feel like I'm. it's getting to the part where I feel like I'm going to need to report him. What happened? He ha- he hasn't um, he hasn't touched like that subject again. But now I feel like he's getting pushy and he's being super nice because he knew he fucked up. Has okay, and he should be. He should be kissing your ass. But yeah. like, let me ask you this question: Has he been spreading his fucking hate message still? Like, have you seen him? Still no, doing he ha- it? Like, no, he had no, he hasn't. He hasn't because he know he. He realized that day very quick that he was wrong. Yeah. And he knew he shouldn't have no, said no, no. that. No, no, no. He fucked up. He no, he Yeah. He really Hold on. He realized that he got caught and he fucked up. But I want to have that I I would wish people would realize, "Oh shit, I'm wrong in this mindset." But whatever. Keep going. Yeah, but anyways. So, you know, I still see him around every once in a while and he still tries to talk to me like if nothing happened. You know, and I just kind of like brush him off because I'm like, dude, you're you're not worth my time, you know. So you know, every like for instance, uh, was it yesterday? I believe yesterday, right? Yeah. You know, our our table at lunch was full, and it was a full house, you know. And um, he was sitting there, right? And then he he I was gonna pull up another chair so I can sit down at our table, and he was like, Nah, he's I'm he's like, I'm he's like I'm gonna leave, you know, don't worry about it. He's like, you can take my chair. So he mm. gets up and he hands me his chair. Like I was just like, okay, whatever, you know. I'm just like, this isn't gonna impress me or make me change my mind, you know. Okay. Is he? Yeah. So is he? So he's been like dodging you, but whenever he does have to interact with you, he has to be like super nice. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, I feel like that's what's going on right now. Damn it! Well, let me tell you about my HR situation. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, right? But yeah. hopefully, my here's what I had to do. So the incident that happened with the bathroom. Okay, people like that story. Excuse me. I was a little. They liked it. They liked it. People would tell me, "Dude, yeah. that's fucking hilarious," but. <laughs> I think I fucked up because I told my manager I was like, "Hey, you know, I had a weird situation happen. I don't know how." I told so I told a coworker like, "I feel some kind of way about going to the restroom," and they're like, "Why?" And like, "I'm not trying to be gross, but this happened." And they're like, "Dude, that's not funny. Like, you need to report that shit." And I'm like, "What am I gonna report? That a tall black guy? I saw the top of his nose." <laughs> And his haircut, like I can't do anything. They're like, no, 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 you should report it. You should report it. But I was like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna get a good laugh from my manager. I have a pretty good rapport with with them, right? So I tell her, yeah. hey, I got a funny story. I don't know if it's serious or what. She's like, well, what is it? I tell her, and she looks at me like, that's fucking horrifying. Like, like what the fuck? Like, 
And I go, what happened? And I go, well, he pretty much just jetted. You know, he took off and all that. And I go, but did you see who it was? And like, not really. I was more in like a shock kind of moment. You know, like I don't you know. You didn't know what to do. I wasn't a very it's vulnerable like a, person. Like a deer in head, like was, deer in headlights. Yeah, I was like a deer in headlights taking a shit in the street. You know, and the lights come on. Like, oh, like do you finish? Do you do you stop? Like stop. Yeah. You know, like do you pucker up? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I, I don't want to gross anybody out. Pero um, le dije. Eh, no, I didn't see much. No vi mucho. Like, I mean, yes, I saw eyes and a nose and all this, and but it was in a rush, you know. And and so I was like, "Well, this is what happened." She's like, "Well, I need you to write an email. I need you to report Ooh, it to HR." Email. And I go, okay. "Why?" She goes, "Listen, like, I can't identify him or anything." She goes, "I understand, but what if it's not the first time it happened? You know, like, oh, what if, okay. like, what if someone else has gone through this? Or it's not the first time." They're probably, maybe they're investigating and you don't know. And this is another account to trying to kind of build a case. And I go, yeah. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Right. We, I gave you, like, I didn't give you a hard time, but we kind of said, hey, report that dude. Fuck that dude. You know? Yeah. yeah like, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Let me, why would it be any different? Because I'm a man. And it's, yeah. You know, like, why yeah. would it be any different? Right. Like I should. We're all equals here. Remember that. You yeah. Know? We should all be, we all should be treated the same. Primo's podcast, everybody. And everybody should be, yeah. of course, we're all treated equally. Okay. Yeah, yep. we'll cover that in employee uh, orientation <laughs> when Chavela comes back. When Chavela comes back, Chavella and comes back, Walter you decides. Get to, to go through that better a little bit, you know. But all right, all right, all right. yeah, but you know, so so you know what, you're right. I wrote the email, and it was very hard to write that little email because she was. I was like, huh? Because you have to be descriptive, but you don't want to feel embarrassed, right? Yeah, it's not like I can literally. And I had to explain to her. She was like, well, hold on. She's like, men are very. I said, well, I don't know. The guy may have been using the restroom. And then I felt like, I don't know. And, and please, I'm trying to be as respectful as I can to anybody that's really had like a very, hey, because that shit could be traumatic to somebody, right? Yeah. I want to be respectful, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to say I was a victim because I don't feel that way. Okay. But I can understand when someone wants to kind of justify it and go, maybe he just happened to look over. You know, or maybe it didn't do it on, on purpose. You know, like it was just a weird serendipitous situation where he happened to be bored peeing and turn <laughs> and look over. You know, just kind of, you know, like, yeah. I mean, as a yeah, male, I, 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 I Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Know? Maybe he couldn't yeah. hold his phone with one hand and he had a lot to work with. He needed both hands. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. I, I don't know. But <laughs> what I'm saying is. I was like, I was trying to justify it. Come on, like, oh, it was an accident. I'm not going to trip. But the more and more I thought about it, and my manager was like, well, Freddie, listen, most men, when they go to the restroom, they're very deliberate. They kind of keep their eyes forward, handle business, and they move on. You know, they don't really dwindle and hang out in the restroom. Well, can you, is that true? Yeah, and she made a point because we've all been... A brainwasher condition to where even if a little kid you would go to the pee trough you yeah. know and everybody would just look down or look forward and pick a spot on the wall that was yeah entertaining enough <laughs> stare at it drill a fucking hole in it with your eyes and just pee and go jing like okay. jing, jingle right. jiggle it walk away and go wash your hands and you get out that's kind of right. okay the okay the usual okay all right and she said for him to like Look over and literally look over you and then react the way he did where he like, oh, shit, let me go. And then he took off. Like, 
it feels very suspect and i'm like i guess we yeah, slow like, it down you know i'm like, like damn damn i guess you know yeah and you know what sometimes it takes like someone else to tell you for you to realize certain things you know yeah yeah you're right you're right because you're in your per, your person don't get me wrong like again I don't feel victimized. I don't feel any weird kind of way. I was playing it up for my coworker, right? But yeah. I mean that someone else could have really been offended by it, right? Like, I mean, it really could have. Oh, it could have gone a whole different level. Someone yeah. that didn't give a fuck would have jumped off the, the toilet and been like, "Who the fuck are you?" They could have. I mean, yeah. right, a whole different person, right? Yeah. So I did. I wrote the email. And I wrote, you know, I was in the facility. I was using in the stall next to the urinal. And I kept saying this person. Because in the world we live in, we don't know, right? You don't know. Yeah, you don't know him. Not this You person. don't know him by name. By name know? or their, really their gender. You assume it's a male, but our bathrooms yeah. are co-ed. We have, we have okay. co-ed bathrooms. Okay, and you cool. choose to use them that way, right? They have male, yeah. female, co-ed. And I happened to go into the co-ed. I had a stall and a urinal. You know, just... Whatever, okay. it's a bathroom. I don't care. It's a bathroom. We all poo, we all pee. You, you needed to go. You need to go. So I said I was in the co-ed restroom, south exit, uh, and I saw a person uh, with, we met eyes. There was a spark. <laughs> but anyways, no. Um, I was very minimal. Back to this email. Back to, the, back to this email. Uh, and I was very like, as much as I could, I said I was not able to see any other features besides the nose and eyes, short hair, very dark uh, seemed to be an African American male. Uh, as soon as I w- I reacted, that person left the bathroom. Done. Yeah. Sand. Right. Okay. Like ten minutes later, my boss comes to me. Hey, come to my desk. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey, like, she's kind of giggling, and I go like, what? She goes, no, I'm not making fun of you or your situation, but the email that I got back was from HR, and they're like, I don't even know how to classify this. They're like, like. <laughs> Like, like I don't know if it's like assault, if it's sexual. I mean, I, I, like, I have no way to j- classify this. Is it under other? And it literally is gonna go in my file forever at this company that I was involved with a a, a potential restroom assault. <laughs> and I told my boss, like, is this gonna chase me forever? She's like. No, but I told her that I would rather you report it and let it sit mm-hmm. there, you know, and yeah, and just let it be. But I, it made me think a little bit about real situations and how a victim can really go. You know what? Maybe I, maybe I did, and it's almost like you're self blaming, right? Like, oh, maybe I took it the wrong way or I did this the wrong yeah. way. And obviously, my version is very microscopic compared to real. Yeah things right but mm-hmm. it made you think you're like fuck how hard it is to come out and say something like that you know how hard it is to feel violated it's rough, and reported. Man, it's rough it's rough i mean big time i, I say it to you because I mean, you're a woman you tell me i mean how would you feel in that situation i mean i mean obviously it's different because it's a yeah but i mean in some correlation I mean, it would be very uncomfortable. I'll tell you that. Very uncomfortable. And it could yeah. be traumatizing too. Yeah. Yeah, because I avoid that restroom now. But then a piece of me is like, would he strike again? 
Is he that dumb? <laughs> or, or she or it, whomever, like... Like, wait, let's try it out. Like, you know what? All right, I'm gonna report back next week after the long weekend, and we'll see what happens. Because maybe that's all happens. it takes. What if I'm bait? What if I'm like the bait car? You know, like you see yeah. on the show. Like, ooh, yeah. nobody's watching. You know. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. But that was that was my HR story with that. But Karen, let's move nice. on here on the show. Uh, let's move on beyond violations and HR situations. <laughs> but let's move on to a little more serious topic. Uh, you know, sometimes we like to bring things to light that, you know, are not comfortable conversations, but conversations we need to have or just clarify something to help the community and kind of understand where we are politically, uh, globally. You know, we're, we're all primos. We want to make sure we're all informed, make noise when necessary. You sent me a yep. story this week. We're very proactive. About the Trump administration changing the policy on children's citizenship, basically trying to 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 fuck with naturalization when it comes to childbirth. For example, a uh, military that has a station out of the country and they have a child. That child, there was a lot of confusion, and I'm bringing this up because I have a little more clarity on it. But it it was more or less that even if you're a child born from two U.S. citizens, but if you're not born in the United States, you're not a citizen. Isn't that kind, right. kind of the gist of it, right? So yeah. there's a lot of noise on that, obviously, because he's literally targeting, changing some of the, the, the Constitution. You know, like we're... Uh, that's been the norm because he's saying that people are using anchor babies to save themselves, but in this scenario also... There's military personnel that fall in love with someone that's not a U.S. citizen, right? And that they are causing that baby to bring them along and como patrocinarlos and traerlos a los Estados Unidos and make them citizens, right? And so he's trying to okay. avoid and minimize that type of situation because it happens, right? You fall in love, yeah. you're in the Middle East somewhere, you're in Africa somewhere, you're whatever part of the world. Yeah. So the article so the article basically says it's uh, when uh, two U.S parents have a child overseas and you know a lot of these couples they choose to live you know like abroad you know wherever they are stationed yeah so you know it, it's 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 like targeting them a lot too you know and it, and it kind of sucks it sucks a lot well it's like a, we know yours we know someone we, you know yeah. we, we uh, know me a good friend of ours miguel i grew up yeah. with him and he went to the military he was in iraq he was during the whole Saddam. He was he was in you know, all that, and hopefully one day he can talk to us about it. But you know, he had children with his wife. She decided to stay in the states as he went abroad and overseas for the, his tours. But imagine if he was in a situation where she followed and it was out of the country. Yeah. And yeah. his children. He has three beautiful, you know, three beautiful kids, and for them to give him a hard time and not make him citizens, that's bullshit for your countrymen your citizen risking yeah. his life for you that you hold this whole big old fucking firework display for the military and you're doing this to them you can't up. like give them at least you know that just that that little thing well i mean it's, it's a big thing it's a yeah. huge thing but so an article of course came it's a out, huge thing but in comparison to other things it's like it's a, it's a small you know but you know what I hope happens? That this wakes people the fuck up. Even even straight up white America, 
you know, families that go overseas that are all about the Marines and the Army and they want to go travel and do this and they ha- they fall in love yeah. with someone over there and have a kid. Yeah. yeah. Look at Trump, what he's doing to you, right? So hopefully That's this wakes true. him up. But yeah. so because of all this back and forth, people have been really confused and rightly so. This shit gets complicated. But I have a news article here from NBC. I want to give credit to Suzanne Gamboa. So check out the article on NBCNews.com if you'd like to really be thorough about it. I'll read an excerpt from right. it. It's not very long, but because I'm not, again, we are not professionals. We are not highly educated. <laughs> no. But we try to give you the information as much as we can. So here it goes. Sure. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, as much as we can. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service quietly issued changes on Wednesday to the way a group of these children, the ones born overseas, acquire citizenship. The new rules apply to children who were not born as citizens, such as those who were born to non-citizens, and then later became adopted by U.S. citizens serving abroad. So let's stop there. Let's understand that line. Uh, Yeah, clarify it for me, because from what I understood there is it's not... Because the first article we read, it was basically kind of targeting military yeah so this one is just they kind of broaden it more yeah so it's the rules say to any child who is not born to a citizen for example those born to like if i if i went if i was in the military and i went and had a child okay right? so it changes to for example let's say i go over there and i meet a woman and she already has a child all right and i want to adopt that child and bring okay. them to the states. Got it. Okay. Or it. It. in cases where parents who were not citizens at the time of the child's birth, but were later naturalized. So even if I was not a uh, natural born citizen and served for the military, let's say, right? Like I have my green card, right? But aren't you supposed to be a U.S. citizen to serve? No, you don't have to be a citizen to be in the military. No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. And so we have all. They take plenty, anybody, huh? I mean, there's look. There's plenty of stories, you know, that that came up years ago, where people were in the military getting deported, that they served their country and still got deported. Oh yeah, I remember that. I do remember yeah. that. I remember that. The whole DACA thing. I the whole DACA, exactly. That, yeah. So, so definitely. So, so here's here's so moving forward with that. So let me kind of okay. So to answer your question, I, I looked it up while we were looking at. Let me answer this. So, yes, a non-citizen can enlist in the military. However, the federal laws prohibit non-citizens from becoming commission or warrant officers. So, I mean, like, to gaining really high rank. So, okay. So, they must first be a legal immigrant permanently residing in the U.S. in order for a non-citizen to enlist in the military. So, they have to be legally right. here. They don't have to be citizens, though. Okay, okay cool. All right. Got it. So, uh, again, if I, w- I had my green card... And I was in the military, and then and I had a child, and then I became a citizen. My kids will still not be citizens. Okay. So. Okay. Dissecting that piece, you understand? So far, that's the changes right now. Yeah. So okay. So to move on, she goes on and says, in such cases, the agency will not automatically grant the residency status to these children's need. For citizenship. So it's kind of the same thing. Okay. 
Instead, the parents will have to apply for their children's citizenship and prove that they meet the legal requirements. So now you're going to have to apply for your child's citizenship separately, as if they're not already a child of a citizen. So, But keep in mind, this is just going because technically they're not. Yeah. So that's what they're specifying. They're not born from a natural citizen. So that's really the, the moniker. It is, it's, yeah. it's really targeting people that are not natural born citizens trying to bring children over or have children with uh, someone outside of the country but are still residents. So even if you're a resident and you're serving in the military and you're or, or you're working, let's say a company hires me to travel to France somewhere, right? I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I can legally travel because I have my paperwork yeah. mm-hmm. and I happen to fall in love and have a child out there. Sorry, you, your child doesn't, it's not a citizen. Okay? So. Your love child. My love child. My French love child. I'd be like, assistant, <laughs> s'il vous plaît. Like, bonjour. I don't know how to say bon, primo in French. Bonjour. How do you say primo in French? Le primo. No. Le primo. Bonjour, le primos. Let's see here. What is it? Cousin in French. What does it say? Mm. Oh, it's. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let's see if I can play oh, it. Oh, how, how close is it? Hold on. Cousin. 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 For male and then female. Cousine. Cousine. Bonjour, like cousines and cousins. <laughs> Sounds like croissant and cuisine. Well, there you go. Anybody's French or French Canadian or understands it, I hope I did well. But anyways, moving along to this one here. So... She's ends up, she ends uh, the statement with, the changes do not apply to the majority of children born to citizens serving abroad. So, okay, that's kind of the gist of it. All right. So, it's not as rampant as we thought it was, but it's still enough to raise an eyebrow where like, you're being so technical about allowing people to enter the country and, there, and there's people on both sides of the fence karen you know that are like yeah man but the way they put that that first thing man i was horrible because i was under the impression like nobody you know until someone had someone clarified it like you said yeah you have to slowly understand each step of it now here's some questions yeah. that she raises okay okay so let's hear my question is are we in a new era where the basic laws of our politics don't matter. In what possible universe does it make sense to make it harder for service members to do this and who want to serve overseas? That's one of the big questions. Again, the military. The military is idolized, especially by the GOP. And so if you're telling service members, you know, that's something they ask. Think about it, Karen. When you go look for a job, what do they say? Were you in the military? Have you served? Yeah. Uh, that helps. It's in the application. Yeah. If you apply for a grant for school, are you in selective service or did you, or, or are you, you know, are like, in the, are, are you, you ever, active? Yeah. Were you ever in the yeah. military? There's a lot of protections for military uh, mem- service members. Don't get me wrong. We can have a whole nother fucking conversation about the <laughs> after effects of being in the military and how the government kind of drops the ball on that. That's a whole thing, right? That's a whole different story. A whole huh? different thing. But, it's a whole different book to even seriously, but open. But because the immigration is being targeted so much right now, 
And, you know, we have a lot of our backpackers coming through Central America and Guatemala, which, again, that's a whole other thing, too, because Guatemala is kind of not really wanting to cooperate with the Trump administration because of all the, the changes that are happening with corruption, not willing to stop people at the border and letting them come through. Immigration is always going to be in the in the wakes, you know? So yeah. this here, I wanted to clarify. It's still fucked up to our military members, Okay. If you're pro-military or not, but we have to acknowledge that regardless, if you're pro-war or pro or not, these people serve our country. We have to be at least acknowledging that they're putting themselves out there no matter what against hate. They're putting their things. lives out there for us, the yeah, ones who yeah. aren't serving, you know? Yeah. And so and we can't and we and what their kid isn't allowed to like live here <laughs> legally. Imagine. And they they're and they're following the law. Yeah, right? they are. Yeah. So, like me again, I use my example. Let's say I have a green card. I went through everything they wanted. I'm legally here. I serve the military. And I'm I'm overseas, and I fall in love with another service member. Fuck it, let's go that route, right? And yep. we have a child. That child's not a citizen. My child's still considered illegal. I have to apply for a visa. I mean, like, I have to sponsor my child. Like, yeah, and then like, what? Like, where's my child gonna stay? You know? Yeah, I mean, is it gonna be? Are Who's gonna my child? On my be? child? Like, are we gonna go through the whole court? Thing? I mean, I mean, that's literally what's gonna have to happen. Yeah. So, she ends the article by saying, "At this moment, it does look like this makes the process for certifying citizenship citizenship more er 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 erroneous." And a, and a lot more bureaucratic because they are being so fucking meticulous with this wording. So, this is just crazy. I, th I really want you guys to just really understand the letter of the law and how quickly and how major a couple of fucking sentences are. Okay? Yeah. So, okay, it's not as big as we thought, but it's still fucking big, man. I don't... Don't underestimate this. This is a slippery, slippery slope. Okay? It so is, man. You it really got to make sure, especially if you're a service member, you should be fucking outraged. Okay? You have a family member that's over serving overseas, and they're they're probably in the exact same situation. Let me know. At My Primo's Podcast. I want to hear from you guys. Definitely let us know yeah. if you're going through this. What are your thoughts? If you're in the military, maybe you're for this. Please, let's have a dialogue. I don't mind having the conversation we can agree to disagree. And I really yeah, want you guys just... Hey, at the end of the day, we always talk about make noise. Don't let things get slipped under the rug. Because this is a very slippery slope to where it could affect... Not, it starts with the, if the military is not even safe, it's going to make things a lot harder for us. Then what is, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Karen. What do you think of that? What does that bring back for you? Ooh, childhood memories. So, guys, welcome to the newest uh, segment here. We're going to call it This Week in Disney. Or until we figure out a more <laughs> clever way to really, like, play with that word. To put it crazy. out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to mix primas and primos with Disney. I don't know yet. Yeah. But either but, way. But, you know, Disney's a big thing. So, we, you can't not talk about Disney, you know? 
Disney's like its own. It's like talking about China. It's like its own country, and it has its own politics. It has its own its own scandals. Disney's like the Godfather. Disney is. I mean, Disney's just big. It has so many yeah. tendrils and tentacles. But I don't want to disrespect it in front of you because I know you're like a huge pro Disney person. Okay, but don't um, call me a pro. You can call my wife a pro, but okay, not me. your wife. But you you dabble. You're I dabble. I do dabble, dabble in it. Dabble. I know some stuff. You know some stuff. But uh, but yeah. you shared a story, and we're gonna try to every week bring you something. You know, that's, that's, this is Karen's kind of like her segment in Chavela's segment in a way. My little segment. Yeah. So we'll talk Disney yeah. stories, things that kind of revolve around that, which can kind of branch into shit. They're a huge conglomerate. So yeah. But there is something that came up in the news recently that you brought to light. So share it, cause I'm I'm a I'm what I did I like dodge a bullet when I visited you for your wedding wedding did I like get away with something that TSA like so tell the story yeah and then, and you then did we'll, actually we'll go from there all right so it has come up to light or or let me let me explain so um, Disney. Uh, earlier this year, I would want to say, when were you here, Freddie? In June. June? Yeah. June. All right. So, about June, like mid-June, they officially opened uh, Galaxy's Edge to the public. What is but Galaxy's Edge? For those like me that are not, <laughs> uh, no, what is Galaxy's Edge? Uh, Galaxy's Edge is actually like the, the so-called, like the Star Wars line that they have. Okay. It's their new, like, how can I explain it? It's like, the park within a park. It's like its own little world. Okay, okay. But anyways, so they opened it up in mid-June to the public. To So it's like kind of like a free-for-all. But a month before that, it was it had been already open for a month. Okay. But the only way you can get into the park was through reservations. But these reservations were sold out. So people just had to wait that entire month to get to be able to go to the park. So... Uh, we happened to be there the day it opened to the public. Okay. You know? Yeah, I remember. You yeah. You went from your wedding day. You spent your wedding night or wedding, well, night, wedding night. <laughs> no. But your wedding day after <laughs> at Disney. Yeah. Okay. We went to Disney. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff to see you guys, you know, that. I say if I'm not a anyone Star Wars fan, but I can appreciate I, you, what they've done. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're not a Star Wars fan, you can appreciate it because it's everything is detailed, like detailed to like. Can I stop you? Tea, you know, can I stop you. What's up? Tell us what, what your reaction was to going there because you like you know you're into it. Yeah, I'm into Star Wars. I honestly wanted to cry. Like I, as I was walking through, I hadn't even seen anything yet. But as I was just walking through the path to get to like, I guess you can say like the big opening to where you start actually seeing things. It was just amazing. You can definitely tell that you're entering Star Wars land. It's a like, it's like, it's amazing, you know. And for those who haven't seen it, I just recommend you guys to go. Okay. It's like the best thing ever. Cool. But so. anyways, so we'll get to the point. Um, Coca-Cola actually had an agreement with Disneyland that they're going to make 
certain um how can I say it? like specific like beverages to fit the land yeah because so, so what, the, you, what you explained to me was that the way that disney has made the galaxy's edge it is very to the core story universe like everything in that area is as if like role-playing and it's yeah, to yeah. the extreme so like yeah to the extreme like it is big time to the extreme and i'm telling you like you can't take pictures with the characters because they are in character so like a stormtrooper for example they're patrolling that's what their job is that's what they're gonna do you could you cannot get a picture with them you can't make them stop they're not obligated to stop no they're not obligated to stop like you know they're not they're literally on the go as you know so anyways Mm -hmm. so everything in this land is themed to the land so like i mentioned coca-cola you know the soda company they have agreement with with uh disney that they're gonna make their um bottled beverages a theme to the park like yeah. not yeah to the land yeah yeah to that so um when we went that was like one of the things that i wanted to get as a souvenir because you know disneyland is expensive and let's to to be fair you know this was kind of like a cheap souvenir you know yeah, if you think it about it, like, because it's it's very unique. It's one it of a, it's not one of a kind, but you can only get it at get Galaxy's it there, Edge. There, at Galaxy's period. Edge. And what is it? What is this item? What is this magical thing? So it's <laughs> the magical thing is it's their soda bottles, but their soda bottles are shaped kind of like a a BB-8, right? It looks like like, 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 a, like it got like a BB-8 kind of thing, like a part of like a droid or whatever. Imagine. If anybody doesn't then, follow, imagine like a Christmas ornament, but the top portion of it is like the cap. So like a very bulbous, round, yeah. plastic bottle, like a Coke can. But it has, it's very cool. I have one. And it has like the language, like the Star Wars writing uh, yeah. on the language. Yeah, there's Star Wars writing it's on as, it, you know. It's as if Coke went to Star Wars and sold sodas there. And that's what it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. So, you know, they came out with three sodas, you know, their Coke, their diet. Uh, Sprite, and then they came out with a water bottle. Water yeah. bottles, still the regular smart water bottle, just the labels change. But the actual sodas, they're, um, you know, they look like, you know, like Freddie said, like ornaments or whatever. Yeah. But it has been brought <laughs> to attention. Uh, TSA doesn't like these right now. They're actually banned. So why, uh, why is TSA ruining <laughs> another cool thing? Well, because they think it's mimicking a bomb or bomb-like thing. Oh, my God. So you can't even check it. it you can't even take it on carry-on or check it through your luggage. So, the, you know, the luggage you pay for when you check a bag, you can't even take it through that. So I have contraband. You have contraband, yes. So it did I... So it's like... I took something from space. Technically, customs should have arrested me. Yeah, customs should have arrested from another state. No, 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 another land. With it. Hold on. I went from another planet <laughs> far, far, in a oh. galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I have a... You transported it from that land to our world, to your state. <laughs> Ooh, man, I crossed too many borders. I don't know, man. So what is what? So what's the deal? What's TSA doing? What are they saying? Like, so it's banned. 
it's banned. Like you're not allowed to uh, travel with it at all. What does the Disney community say about this? (laughs) Dude, they're probably going wild for it because um, not too long ago, Orlando just opened up their Star Wars land. Okay. So it's kind of like people are not only traveling to, you know, California to see this land, they're traveling to Orlando now too. So it's just like it's it's intense, man. It's intense. So, like I can't even say. Like it looks. It's. What is? I mean, I, like, I'm curious to see what Disney Twitter is saying about this, or like, like the the Disneylander community. Are they like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, because they're all over. People want these things. They want them. Yeah, they do. They do. Keep in mind, it's a six dollar soda, but it's like it. It here's my here's my thing. I feel that the TSA just needs some other fucking reason to fuck with people. You know, like I have a cute story to tell you. Like my son. Well, look, such so when he, when oh, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I was looking at the Twitter that okay, you said real okay. quick. Tell me. <laughs> Somebody said, I know these look um, dodgy, but can they be packed in a suitcase? TSA responded okay. and they said, replica and insert explosives aren't allowed in either carry on or checked bags. Fucking TSA. I think they're, they're just taking, do you think they're taking a job too serious? Don't get me wrong. We can have a well. Here's my here's my thoughts on TSA. Okay. Okay. Whatever happened, nine eleven. I get it. We have to be careful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they've gone to the extremes because because one motherfucker put explosive underwear on and explosive sandals. Okay, you have to be creative, right? Yeah. And here's, I always thought to myself, and I'm not gonna go too too much on a tangent. Then fijate, just just kind of seguime en esto. Where would a terrorist do the most damage? The security line at TSA. Yeah, it's a shitload of people there, man. That would be like, don't even get on the plane. Take whatever BB-8 toy I have and throw it in the garbage can and then boom, that's my terrorist attack. You know, like it's (laughs) fucked up to think that way. But I've always thought to myself, like, man, what's stopping a motherfucker from being, okay, yeah, take this whatever bubble set out because they throw it in a garbage can. They don't really. Yeah, that's all. That's what they do. Yeah. Just throw it out. But that's scary to think. But think about it. Like, that's where someone can do most damage. I always think that. And it's morbid and it's fucked up. And CIA, I know that you're listening. You're one of the dozens. But, you know, (laughs) it's the same. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Yeah, right. Why can't they be cool and be like, fuck it. We sell. Well, I mean, I guess it's. I don't know. They're being assholes. I think they're being nitpicky and just I know, being, dude, like, like, mean. Uh, Chavela was like, you can carry alcohol on an airplane, but you can't carry a fucking soda. What That looks like something. It's just a shape. Like, I was going to tell you a cute story. Like, my son, yeah. he was traveling, and he had a, a, a plushy bob toy. So, Google bob Mario Brothers. It's a small little black or purple bomb that has a, like a little a turnstile on the back, like a the twisty toy. It's a little bomb, little bomb toy. And as soon as he heard, he's like, he was reading the signs. He's like, oh no. And I go, what? He's like, the sign says you can't have explosives. So I'm like, yeah, you can't have any explosives. He's like, I mean like any, like any explosive. And I go, yeah, no explosives. He's like, why? He's like, 
like, what's wrong? He's like, and he looked, they had the, the, the bomb sniffing dogs too. And he's like, what do the dogs do? And I go, oh, well, they smell if there's any drugs or any explosives. You know, they smell. And he's like, don't worry, guys. The ice cream truck is on Karen's side. It's not in your yeah. car, okay? Hey, growing up in LA, y'all. All right, so the ice cream truck's on on our side, okay? Don't freak out behind you. Like, where's the ice cream truck? Um, <laughs> but God, the ice cream truck's so fucking obnoxious. It's the hourly rounds. Yeah, man. But there's no paleteras here in, in Texas, at least in my neighborhood. I miss those sometimes. Move back to LA, yo. No, no, man. You gotta move to Austin. Then I'll move to Austin and we'll own a house. We'll have a whole business. Anyways, I might digress. But he was saying, hey, I have a bomb in my, in my, I have a bomb in my backpack. And we're like, what? Like, calm down. Don't say that out loud. Like, shh. He's like, yeah, I have a b- bomb toy. And he was freaking out about that. <laughs> so, uh, so if the TSA would have dis- would if this rule is legitimate, wouldn't they have stopped my son? Because his b- bomb literally has a round shape. It has a wick on it, like it's like an explosive bomb. Yeah. Would now they're gonna tackle my son because he has a toy? Not only the not only the sodas. That means anything that mimics an explosive device. So could it be anything? Well, remember. When you traveled, it wasn't as big. Now, it's been a few months now, so they've gotten, I'm assuming, a lot of these. So, you got lucky. Just know that. All right. I got lucky, guys. I have one of the only ones here. I'm going to post a picture on the, on, the, on the Instagram. Watch. Me holding it, smiling like TSA. <laughs> you missed one. Like that. I promise. Yeah. No, At man. them, though. At, at them. Like, at TSA. You missed one. But I think it's, I think, look, they're just looking for some other fucking thing to fuck with you because in Texas, guess Dude, what? they have nothing. I didn't have to take off my <laughs> shoes. I didn't have to take off my shoes. They're like, you know what the guy told me? He's like, today, we're not taking off shoes, guys. Don't worry about it. And it's like, so, but in Cali, they're like, yeah, take off your shoes, your belt, your shirt. Dude. So, side note, now that you're t- talking about TSA. So, I went out to Seattle last year for my birthday. And... Going through the TSA from LA, yeah, you basically have to get naked in front of them, right? Yeah. And then go into that tube that scans you. The cancer tube. And then the yeah, and then besides that, you get scanned. You still have you end up get I end up getting wanded. Oh, still? I have nothing on me still. Like, oh, you can go now. Anyways, but coming back from Seattle, security check was. So easy. The guys were just like, yeah, I just lined up. And we're all like, oh, we got to take shoes off? No, no one's taking off shoes, belts, or anything here. Just get in line, put your bags on the belt, and go. I think because Seattle has right. weed legal there, too. They're like, you guys are all high, and we're nicer here. We're closer to Canada. Is that why? It is. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, probably what it is. No, not, not too many yeah. cholos coming from up there. but Nah. But that sucks. I think this is, it's just TSA is looking for some way to to fuck with people more. Another petty reason to like fuck with people, like because you gotta have a little bit of gratification. You know, think of, I used to work customer service, right, in a restaurant. Yeah. And there was okay. a little bit of that, like, no, you want extra sauce? It's fifty four cents. There was a little bit of like, fuck you. Yeah. I have a little bit yeah. of power, and so the TSA is probably like, yeah, fuck these Star Wars bottles. You know, like you're not taking them. Sorry. That, I mean, I, th- I think that's where we're at. Because you know what they're doing? What? They're fucking selling them on eBay. Ooh, you're right. 
That's mm-hmm. what it is. That's what people do, man. Star Wars bottle, eBay, eBay bottle, eBay bay. Whoa, it's too many bays. <laughs> eBay bay. <laughs> eBay gate. No, man, that's what they do, man. You know, people. You know, even though um, if Disney were to find out about this, you can get banned from Disneyland for for doing that. You know, but some really? people take that. Yeah. Hold on. So Disney can ban you for selling something on eBay. Yeah. So. Um, I'm learning so much. You can, yeah, you can get a lot, a lot of um, like exclusive stuff that's only sold at Disneyland. You know, a lot of the um, they come out with a lot of like uh, popcorn buckets. They mm-hmm. come out with like specific cups. You know, like from the tiki room and stuff like that. A lot of the stuff like that. You know, and one, there is it's limited quantity. Two, sometimes you just have to be a pass holder to get these. So, people have to wait in line for hours to get this, these things. And they only limit to you to two sometimes. So, people, some people who are Disney, you know, Disneylanders as I like to call them. Um, sorry. Uh, Disneylanders, uh, they go to, the, they wait in line. If it's a group of them, dude, they'll go to however many lines going they're selling at this and get there too and you know and then like a couple of days later oh they're sold out and they don't know what disney doesn't know when they're gonna um uh restock them so hey guess what ebay triple the price the closest thing i have to correlate would be like the popeye's chicken sandwich okay keep going that that damn chicken sandwich hey man, what is all over the internet that's right next now week. that's next week we'll talk about that yeah. next week hashtag popeye's but um <laughs> okay? hashtag fuck chick-fil-a so, so they will yeah fuck chick-fil-a so they will sell them and? so um, and you know, make a profit off of them. Okay, these bot. Let's say, let's but say it's my bottle. This mu- I can sell it whatever I want. It's my bottle. Yeah, but if you have multiple of them, so what? It's mine. What would it matter? Uh, Why does Disney have to step on my fucking business, man? They make no, billions. They end up. They they end up. Dude, trust me. I've heard of people actually getting banned from Disney. Like but they why will does take Disney your pass. They, they, they will take your pass because it's an exclusive thing that you should have been there. I think it's dumb. Whatever, Disney. Nah. You're full of shit. We anyways. Agree to disagree, Miss Passholder. <laughs> no. That's probably what it is, huh? Anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But I guess the TSA. So maybe TSA might be doing that. <laughs> okay, okay. I guess. Whatever. Well, Karen. Whew, that was, that was have, interesting. That was interesting. I do have one more Disney story, though. What do you got for me? <laughs> All right. So there was a measles outbreak a couple weeks ago at Disneyland. Or not. Yeah, in in Disney and the area, and also in Universal, you guys probably might have heard of it already. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, <laughs> but funny thing is, what is the measles? I'll, I'll tell people. Yeah, what okay. is measles? One, it's extremely rare. Two, oh. very preventable by a vaccine. It's a viral infection that's serious for small children, but easily preventable by a vaccine. The disease spreads through air by respiratory droplets produced from coughing and sneezing. And the symptoms are as follows. What are the symptoms? So, measles symptoms don't appear until 14 days after exposure. They include cough, runny nose, inflamed eyes, sore throat, fever, and red blotchy skin. Also, pain in the muscles, fatigue, fever, Loss of appetite, uh, sneezing, diarrhea, dry cough, headache, p- 
pink eye. Damn. Uh, skin rash, sore throat, or swollen lymph nodes. So, when this happened, we were actually in the area. So, are you contaminated? We, actually, <laughs> we stayed in the hotel that this person, the contaminated person, was in. Also, oh, hold we on. Were, so we have an exclusive from someone in the park <laughs> with the outbreak. Yeah, so someone had the outbreak at the park. All right, the semen. Also, they they were staying at a hotel nearby. And we chose to stay the week, not well, yeah, a night in Anaheim because, you know, we were out drinking the night before. So we stayed at the hotel that they were that they had stayed in. And we hit the park the day after. So, do you have measles? I don't know, but anyways, so I <laughs> so I went to the doctor this week, and okay. um, I brought it up to my doctor, and I was like, hey, you know, I don't know if you heard, but there was a measles outbreak in Anaheim, you know, and stuff, and then he's like, yeah, I heard about it. I'm like, I was actually there that weekend that that was going on and stuff. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you shouldn't be worried about it if you're vaccinated. And I was like, well, I think I was vaccinated, you know, I'm pretty sure I was vaccinated. He's like, yeah. He's like, you would have shown symptoms already. He's like, but, you know, for the people with the little kids, he's like, yeah, that that's, a, you know, you should be concerned. So, all right, cool. He's like, but, you know, we're doing blood tests anyways. Since I'm poking you, I'm, I'll just run some tests, right. you know. And if it shows up in your blood that you have some type of the, I forgot the word that he told me, but he, if, he, if it shows up in your blood, you should be fine. I was like, all right cool he said but i'm pretty sure you're okay all right cool so i went to the doctor on wednesday it's friday he did tell me if anything he would reach out to me i was like okay, okay. so first you know i have kaiser so kaiser you know i have the app so kaiser releases your you know your blood work and stuff i don't know how to fucking read it but they release it to you anyways right i was like all right cool later on today i get a email from him and he basically told me he's like your blood work doesn't show that you're um hold on let me read the actual email to you Ooh, okay i'm getting kind of nervous now i mean i know you, you haven't complained about any pink eye or anything i i haven't <laughs> but i mean i think it's funny hold on where is it because i just sent it to chavela it says uh your blood work your blood tests show that you are not immune to measles. Please stop by the nurse's clinic to get a booster vaccine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Go get it. Yeah, well, yeah, I have to. I was like, oh, shit. So, Freddie, it, just to let you know, you should probably go get a vaccine, too, for the measles. You don't think we're vaccinated? If I didn't, if I, if you didn't get vaccinated. I don't know. I mean, I'm... I'm from a different era. I probably got vaccinated. I don't. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I even told Chavela like, you should probably go to the doctor too. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess there's no big harm in it. It's probably like some cheap ass shot, anyways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. So, guys, I'm not immune to measles, and I probably could have died this past that weekend. And well, listen, hey, I'm still here. You're still here. I'm glad you're okay. I love you. Yeah. I'm okay. You're okay. You're okay. Whatever. I just gotta get my booster shot, guys. Just gotta go get a booster shot. 
Okay, because isn't it like measles like a dead ass fucking disease, like smallpox? Yeah, and like whatever. Shit, like a teenager was the one who had it. Some it's wild Disney, man. Shit you, going you go on. hang out places. You see, see what happens when you go to Disneyland. Too much shit going nah, on in the air and the water nah, and the nah. rides. And you were at Universal not too long ago, and I then he was something? at Universal too. The only disease I had was money leaving my bank account. <laughs> But that hey. was that disease is, is just something that happens. <laughs> something that happens. Well, guys, well, I think we reached <laughs> the end of uh, of our show, and thank you, Karen, for sharing, and of course, the this course. week in Disney. Uh, uh, primos, you know, this, for housekeeping, of course, and you can reach out to us at my primos podcast on social media. Uh, I'm sure this is right before the long weekend, so we'll probably have some some more Disney stories from 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 my sisters, your primas. Uh, but yeah. just keep in touch guys you know we want to just again remember wish Walter you know all the, the best with his baby I'm sure he'll be posting stuff we'll be retweeting it and reposting it uh, but Karen Walter I'm not going to compare you to Walter because there's no comparison you What's are that? my sister well the other way around he's like you know he's just there you know I do yeah. all the heavy lifting most of the time uh, <laughs> but right, right, right. again something for his review look he's not here I mean I can't hold he's it not. against him because we yeah. allow paternity leave. Yeah, we do. Baby bonding, baby bonding, guys. But it's a thing. At the same it's a time, thing. my Beatles podcast does it. You know, like any business, when changes happen and you're not here for that change, you know, you kind of get left behind. Yeah. But it is, it, it, you know what? We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, uh, that's true. But give us something. Take us out. What would you say to the primos tonight? Uh, I want to say just uh, keep on the lookout. We'll probably take over the Might Be the Most podcast this weekend. We're probably hitting the parks, you know, in our segment of park hopping. You there know, you go. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you can follow me personally at uh, K period M E J I A two two nine on Instagram. Uh, just follow me, guys. Message me if you guys have anything, you know. Um, yeah. All ears. If you're a Disneylander or someone like that, you'll hey, you'll slip into her messages and uh, hit her up, see what's up, and follow her and her wacky adventures. Her and her wife. Yeah, uh, you can follow my wife too at Izzy Bells with three Z's. Izzy Bells. Definitely, yep. guys. We'll give we give love to the primas there, guys. You know, you always talk about you know. Keep an ear open. You know, we want to support each other. Representation matters in all facets, you know, be it media, be it entertainment. Uh, I thank you guys for listening this week. And cuídense. Have a great night. Enjoy your long weekend. Or actually, this will be after the long weekend. So I hope you guys had fun. And yeah. take care. Hope you guys were safe. Be safe. I hope, hope you were yeah. safe. And Karen, until we have our next one, take care. And I'll see you see next you time. See you soon. Nice. Nice.